What is the difference between a folk tale and a fairy tale? Uh, I, I don't know. On cheat cut. Folk game. Folk nation. We out. I'm not a folk. I promise you, I'm not. I'm not a folk. That was unexpected. Um, we're top five guys. He's Matt, and I'm Yanni, and I'm not a gangbanger. He's not a gangbanger, and we're gonna talk about the greatest folk tales of all time. On chief. On chief. I don't know what that even means. Rattle. Welcome, beautiful boys and girls and and stuff. <laughs> we're the top five guys. I'm Yanni. And I'm Matt. And we're going to tell you what are the greatest folk tales. Folk tales. What up, folk? <laughs> hey, okay, all right, all right. We're not, we're not gangbanging, I promise. Not at all. I'm not trying to get shot over a podcast. But, um, so you know what? All right, Yanni, how do you, do you define a folk tale? Oh, my God. Anytime Matt asks me... For a definition of something, that means that he's looking for ways to work a lot of this. A folk tale is, I guess, it's a tale that's passed down, and nobody knows who started the folk tale. I mean, I guess it starts in a region or a culture, and nobody knows who's the author of the story. It's just, like, you know, it's part of the community. That's how I, you know, would yeah. define a folk tale. That, yeah, I think you define it. That's what it is. I Googled it, and that's, yeah. Yeah. You got, you got it right. All right. Sweet. I was trying to stump you there. I think it's more up your sleeve, but I don't know, I'm, we'll find out. We'll see. Okay, okay. So back to the folktale talk. Who's going first? Um, I'll go first with number five. Okay. That's fine. Let's hear it. Number five. <clears throat> number five, the folktale is The Fox and the Grapes. I don't know this one. This is like this this is Liberian folktale? No, this is Aesop's. Um, but still folktale because Aesop's fables are all folktales. Aesop fable? Yeah. What's the Aesop fable? Um, there's a few of them. Um, there's the Frog and the Scorpion. No, Frog and Scorpion is not an Aesop t- uh, fable, but people think it is. But it's like, you Wait, know, what, what does Aesop mean, man? What's, what's that? Aesop is a, he was a, I guess he was, a, he was a fable teller like back in the day, and he'd tell out a whole bunch of fables that had morals in them. Ah, so you got all the kids around. As yeah, he and smoked like, his pipe and told them yeah, good stories. Stuff like that. Ah. So, like, they're really, really short tales. But the Fox and the Grape, the whole basis of it is that basically there was like a duck. There's many different versions. There's a duck, a mouse. And, um, like, another animal, I think it was a squirrel, wanted to, like, they seen these grapes. They're really juicy grapes on top of, like, this uh, tree. And they're all marveling at, like, okay, you know, those grapes look really good. How do we get them? Mm. And the fox walks by. He's like, I can get those grapes. I can get them. And they're like, okay, we'll get them. He's like, I can get them, and I'm going to get them only because I want to get them. He's just, like, taking forever. And, like, all right, bro, are you going to pick up the grapes or not? So he tries, get on his hind legs, jumps, tries to get him, and misses. He's like, okay, you know, I'm just warming up. I'm just getting up, you know. It's early in the morning. Got to stretch real quick, you know. Jumps again. Gets closer. Misses it. He's like, okay, you know, I really got it this time or not. Jumps his highest. and His nose touches the grapes or not. But, you know, at that point in time, he knows that's the highest he can jump. He's like, man, I want these punk-ass grapes anyways. <laughs> and walks off. And, um, Sounds like every child neighborhood story. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the basis of the story is, this is my paraphrasing of Aesop's moral, is that people, people will down what they, um, what they can't get to, mm. what they can't attain. So I think that's really important because, mm. you know, everybody's like, oh, well, you know, I really don't, 
you know, what is it like, you know, I don't want the Yeezys anyway. Yeah, I don't really want the Yeezys. Yeah, you struck out. You didn't get the raffle. You understand, you know, or or you know, I don't even know why so and so is with him or not because you can't get with him or oh she's not even that bad. Yeah, because you can't be, get with her. Mm. So yeah, it's just about hater talk. That's about hater. pretty much haterism. Yes. Mm. See, I, I think um, for my number five, it was hard for me to come up with this list because it's nothing like a 26-year-old man trying to find what a, the best folktale is because, there are, I mean, we hear a bunch of them throughout yeah. our, our lifetimes, and you can't really, it's hard to put a value over one or the other. So mine's are just ones that I like, that, that I heard. I mean, okay. yours had morals to it. Yeah. My number five, I don't think it has any morals. That, I have, that, there's no lessons to be learned. That's good. My number five is Humpty Dumpty. Okay. So everyone knows Humpty right. Dumpty had a great fall, busted shit. And then yep. everyone's trying to figure out how to put them together again. I don't this know if there's a moral to that story. I don't think there community? is. Community? Community? I guess so. I mean... Unity in the community. Not sitting by the bridge. I mean, like, be smart where you sit. You know, like... Hey, oh, oh, okay. Actually, I Sit saw, on like, fences with, like, wider fences? Hmm. Like, be careful. Yeah, exactly. Like, with, like, taller shelves. Like, don't yes. lean over things. Yes. Maybe that's the story. Possibly? Yeah. I saw a meme one time. All right. It said that we don't even know if Humpty Dumpty was an egg. We just, just like think about it. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Blah 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 blah. It never said that this man was an egg. Why do we think he's an egg? And why is it important for him to be an egg? Why would somebody ruin something like that and 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 ask this question? Because it's important, man. It's important. We gotta get to the basis. Because all these folk tales have a lesson and meaning behind them. There's a reason why these stories are shared throughout cultures, throughout history, and they're passed down throughout generations. Okay. We need to come to this to the resolution of why. Humpty Dumpty is an egg. Is it part of the story? Is it a part of the character building of a, of a, of a person? Young man, woman? What, what's the value of him being an egg? Why are you hanging out with an egg? Why are people felt the need to put together an Why egg? Why are they egg? hanging out with an abnormally large egg? Yeah. Is there a whole citizen of abnormally, abnormally large eggs? Mm, maybe it's about migration and immigration and accepting foreigners. Maybe foreign it's eggs. about... Extraterrestrials. Oh, extraterrestrials. Ancient extraterrestrials. Mm, that were very egg-like. Yes. But why do we put them back together? Did we, did we murder the, all the extraterrestrials? Maybe he was the last us? one. Oh, so we had to save him yes. by putting them back together again. But he was very reckless. So he, I'm guessing he probably died. We don't, can't, we don't know how to put together yeah. abnormally large eggs. Yeah, it so happened a lot. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, I'll fall again. You know? Yeah. Mm. Well, there's my number five. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Number four. Mine is number four, Anansi the Spider. And Anansi the Spider. The Nazi the Spider. Anansi the Spider. Not the Nazi the Spider. Anansi the Spider. It's an um, African folktale. It uh, hails from Ashanti. That's Ghana, I think. Am I right? All right. Just want to check with Jen if I'm right or not. Um, basically, he is the beginning of scans. He is a joke teller. He's a trickster. And he's really good at scanning people. He has all these schemes, and one of the greatest schemes is that, um, you know, he was walking around the community, and everybody was cooking, and he's like, all right, bet. Basically, this person was making something, and the stories vary, so where he's eating at is unimportant. It's just that, basically, I'm going to give you uh, the real-life version. One person had a mukbang at their house, and, you know, a they what? invited him. Mukbang? Mukbang? Isn't that, isn't that where, like, the way they, like, you get together and you eat? Right? Yeah. So one mm. person had, like, mukbang, and then, like, okay, nice to come through. He's like, all right, bet. Then somebody else is like, all right, um, my daughter's birthday um, is happening, and I cooked all this food. 
come get a plate. He's like, I right, bet. Then um, his mom was like, okay, I made your favorite food. And he's like, I right, bet. And basically said, I bet like five or six times. And he's like, you know what? I do want to eat all this food, though. So how am I going to do it? He said, so he just decided he's going to tie a long rope around his stomach, right? Oh. And he gave each and every person a string. He's like, all right, you know, pull this rope and let me know when the food's done. Oh, clever, man. Yeah. So, you know, he got to, he got to the first mukbang person's house. What now? He's like, all right, you know, what's up with the food? And grabbed the plate. He was eating it. Da, da, da. Was, it, was this man fat? No, he's a spider. He's a spider. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. And Sp- oh. see, in this, in this story, and they, and they let you know he's a spider. So that way we don't have to, you know, worry about that. So <laughs> basically, he gets to the mukbang. And like, all right, cool. Grab the plate. Before he can take his first bite. The other rope pulls him. He's like, and they pull him that way. He's like, all right, okay, I can start with that one. Takes one bite and leaves. Then he tries to go that way before he's on his way to even go to the um to the to the person who was having their daughter's party. His mom pulls him this way, and everybody's pulling which way, whatnot, until they're all pulling at the same time, and that makes um it pulled him so much that it made his abdomen small. So basically, that's the reason why spider's abdomen is small uh, and ass is big. Okay, that's why as a okay. And I guess Slim the moral of that story was like not to be greedy. Uh, yeah, so. interesting. See, yeah. I, I find it interesting how all these folk tales are kind of really dependent on culture and what the culture values, right? All of them. Yes. You know, it's free. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, you came up with was that a Liberian that folk tale? Was, no, that was Ghanaian. I think that's yes, Ghanaian folk tale. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so, so it's West African, and it's just I guess not to be greedy. Right. Yeah. See, I find it interesting as a mulatto boy raised by a white parent. Like I haven't heard any of these things, right? I haven't heard any of the ones you just listed. And I'm all my when I'm looking at my list, all my folk tales are with white little white children. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I find it interesting about like where you're from and it kind of dictates what stories you hear and what le- like lessons and and morals you develop just by your parents, your culture, your surroundings. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, yeah, and I can't lie to you. I didn't hear that folk tale from my mom. I, I heard it from I don't know. I just heard it. I think actually I heard it. When I was going to this summer program um, in South Minneapolis, but um, there are folk tales, but all the folk tales are like really, really dark. <laughs> like, like, I mean, like it's just like you probably like you shouldn't swim in this water because of mommy water, which is like, uh, well, mommy water. It depends on your interpretation of mommy water. Mm-hmm. Mommy water is um, I don't want to misspeak because I don't want to get a whole lot of, of flack for this. Do it. What I understand is mommy water is it, it is a citizen of the water. It's a spirit in the water. Mm-hmm. And it can be some, some people see mommy water as sirens. Some people see mommy water as mermaids, but they're evil, and they're gonna pull you under. And wow. then, yes, interesting. So pull you in the water, and you're gonna you're just gonna go there. And you're gonna be gone. So don't go. Yeah. So don't fuck with the water. Because yeah. Well, I mean, there's, like, there's certain parameters around fucking with the water. Okay. Yeah. But that's the only. I mean, it, it's always like cautionary tales like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, what else? Oh, that's my fourth one. So this is on your fourth one. So now. my number four is Robin Hood. Ooh, okay. Just because I think it's a very pleasant, altruistic fairy folktale. Yeah, it's a folktale. Yes. So if y'all don't know, Robin Hood is a dude that he kind of, he's a, he's a little thievery motherfucker. He's a, he's a yes. thief for the common good. So he sees all these rich people driving around in little bones and boogies, whatever you call it. He jacks yep. them and gives it away to the poor. Yes, he does. What's the moral behind that? I don't know. Social welfare, socialism, communism, I don't know. <laughs> but there is a lesson to be learned from that. But I just think it's kind of cool um, that, you know, we celebrate, or the a thief was celebrated. No, th- though the rich hated, hmm, maybe this ties into a bigger dynamic of rich versus poor. Maybe that's hmm. kind of where the Robin Hood goes, right? Yeah. It's like the rich have, but if you take away from the rich and give it to the poor, that's when problems happen. The rich start freaking the fuck out, right? That's and, true. and the fact that, sh- should we give to the poor? steal from the rich is it moral is it right is it acceptable you know what i'm saying 
Well, then, I mean, uh, when do we get to a point where we're all even, and, and, and what is the margin of error? That's communism right there, right? When you get to that point, that's just of Stalinism, and people die yeah. because... Yeah. See, I, okay, we're going to... Side of the year. Do you think communism is, is possible? Do you think uh, a, a good communist system, do you think it's possible, and you think it will be for the betterment of people? To be honest with you, I think is I think, and I'm not trying to, you know, this is... Sometimes this country really, really, really um, disappoints me. But I think it's, it's at its best here, to be honest with you. Because mm-hmm. I think in any sense, you'd want a country where, you know, there's, there's varying degrees. Like, you know, people know that in the North, you have a higher tax system. But at the same point in time, that money is used in most cases to help program, to, 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 to make programs and fund programs right. that are going to help people in need. Mm-hmm. You get under that Mason-Dixon line and go to the South or not. If you're rich, you're going to ball out. They're, gonna, they're not going to touch your money. But, you know, obviously, if you're poor down there, man, you are fucked, fucked. Right. And I, I mean, and I'm sorry for anybody who's under that Mason-Dixon line who disagrees, but uh, I wish you would ask somebody who's, who's poor down there, who's poor up here. And they'll tell you that, uh, that the North has more programs that help, and that obviously is a direct correlation between the tax system. So, in a sense, it's mm. like, yeah. See, okay, now this is going deeper. I think, you know, that North and South, they might come down to slavery, too, because who's poor in the South, right? Yes. Black folks. Yes. Right, so it comes down to more than just uh, an economic issue, but also, like, a racial issue. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, yeah, it's kind of like um, socialism is good, man. People are afraid of socialism because they, uh, like, think it's communism. Like, but socialism is kind of a good thing. People up in the North are eating, we're, we're fine. And, like, our poor is not that poor. You know what I'm saying? No. Especially if we come to the whole global sense. Yes. Right. The no. American poor is very fine. American very poor. Very fine. It's very. We're, right. We're, we're living. I mean, I know people who are rich out in Africa came to America, were poor, and they said, this is better. You know what I'm yep. saying? So yeah, it's, that, it's, that's true. And the, and the thing is, is that um, what I would say is, in a sense, it's like, you look at you look at the, the reason why I said it was good for America is that is that I don't want the South. Actually, I don't really don't want anybody or any of the states for the Mason Dixon line to to change. What is Mason Dixon line? What is that? It was a line Mason Dixon line. Well, how I understood it is, is that it's that what separated the South and the North in terms of laws, mm-hmm. and I don't know how they came up with it. But is it slavery? Is yes. Okay. Well, I mean, um, yes, in terms of the in terms of the um, the Confederate and the un- and, and and the Union forces mm-hmm. in North and South is how you separate it because you pass the Mason Dixon line, you're a free slave, mm-hmm. and also slave catchers could come in the North and grab them back whatnot. But basically, once you pass that line, by and large, you don't have to worry about you know. You just had to worry about racism now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. I mean, ooh. you know, you get to you gotta, you gotta worry about racism now. Right, sigh sweet. Of yeah, sigh yeah. of relief. It's crazy to hear. So that's what it was. But I mean, basically, um, that whole situation, it was like, um, I think it's good because if somebody's like, okay, well, I don't like, because, you know, freedom of speech and freedom of choice or whatever, or not, I don't like to have my money taxed heavily when I then go to the South then. If you make a whole bunch of money when I go to the South. And go there or not. But, you know, and, and, and that's how it's going to be or not. Because at the end of the day, there still will be rich people in, in different parts of the country. Right. Certain people just, uh, certain people um, prefer uh, regions to be in, and they happen to be in the South or the North. So there's going to be rich people everywhere. So that's why you see a lot of NBA players. Sometimes, like, they'll choose to go to Miami or they choose to go to Texas. Because of money. And yeah, because of tax. Yeah, because, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. Kamala Anthony made $120 million for his five-year contract, and he got to touch 100 of it. Mm. You know, right. 20, million, 20 million dollars just yes. like, poof, yeah, gone. 
So I mean, you know, it, you know, it makes in some senses it makes sense. So I understand, it, and that's why I think this country is perfect because it's imperfect. There's not just one uniform. There's like you know, depending on where you go, you can you can get what you want. All right, continuing on this. Yes, t- tangent. That was a long sidebar. I know. I'm, I'm going to another sidebar here. All right. I'm bringing it to um, more of an international perspective. You see, Europe, they're very socialist in nature. Yeah. They're very socialist. Now, I wonder if that's because they all look the same. If they're more, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have Switzerland, you have Germany. All these people are really good to the poor. Like, they, they get taxed a lot, like 60, yeah. like 40, 30%. But everyone in European are living pretty well. Let's your Greece. No, Greece is yes, yes. Greece is fucked up. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, well, maybe it's all right. Let's end the sidetrack. Let's, let's, sorry. One of those tangents. Yes, there. yes. Okay. Well, okay. yes. We're going to get back to that, though. We'll get back to we'll, that. Yeah. Eventually. Number three. All right. This one is, I wanted to make it number one, but it, you know, it, it's probably number, not number one. <clears throat> you wanted to make this number one? Yes. Okay. Wait, wait, but why did you drop it down two slots? Just curious. Really, I'm at, really, I'm at the sub. So before I say this, it's not anymore. Number, th- number, number three is the Pied Piper. The Pod Piper. Yes. Rodney Pod Piper. Yes. The Irish dude who was a wrestler. And no, no. The Pied Piper. Sorry, the Pied Piper. The, the Pied Piper was, um, he was a citizen of this, like, small town in Europe. I don't know. It's, it's indescript where it's at. Maybe it's not. I probably just didn't look into it. But <laughs> it's in Europe, and it's a small, like, town. And I want to say it's German, Austrian mm. area. I want to. But we'll find out. <laughs> with that being said, you know, uh, the, the town was having troubles with rats. It was like, okay, you know, like, I'm eating my food. The rat ate the cheese before I could eat the cheese. I'm taking, a, you know, I'm trying to take a bath. The rat's in the, in the bathroom with me. You know, it's just getting <laughs> out of town. It's getting out of, it's getting out of, it's getting out of hand. And the king's like, I- I'm going to handle it. 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 And he's not handling it. And the townspeople are getting mad. And all kings know, when townspeople get mad, you know, look, bro, we're going to take care of you. So he's like, I got to take care of this. So he said, if there's any person here that can take care of this rat problem, I'll give him this whole bag of gold right now. Mm. So the Pied Piper was like, hmm, all right. I like gold. I like gold. I, I think I can do that. So he starts playing his flute, and he starts, like, walking the rats out of town. And they're all, like, dancing hey, under his trance. It's a party. It's a turtle. Yeah. Hey, play out that Piper. Hey. Yeah. And, he, and, he, and he, uh, he Pied Pipes them, or he, like, plays the music to, like, a different dimension, and they're just gone. They're just, <laughs> no, for real. They're just gone. And he comes up to town. He's like, "All right, bet." So, what's up with that bag? And the king was like, <laughs> "Got him!" Not only you not getting this bag of gold, you not coming back in town. Oh, so he was like, "Oh, okay, I see how y'all want to play." So he decides that since y'all want to play like that, and y'all co-signing this king, all y'all kids is gonna get taken. And they're like, "What are you talking about?" No, they're not. So I think like the next day, depending on the version, the next day or that exact moment, whatnot, he starts playing the music, and the kids are just under the trance. They're all going with him, and just leaving hey, him out of town. Hey, turn and, up! You know what I'm saying? Parents are trying to pull their kids, and they can't, and they're just under the trance. He's walking them out of the town, and just walks them to a different dimension, and you never see the kids again. Damn, that's a dark, yeah, dark it is. folk tale. Yes, it is. So the moral of that story. The moral of the story is: don't be scans. Right. Don't, don't do people dirty. Try not to do people dirty. Don't do people dirty because you don't know what they'll do. Like kidnap your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Kidnap your kids and transfer them to a different dimension. Like just don't do not do that. Damn. Try to be an upstanding human being, especially if you're the king or in royalty or in a position of power. Try to be good to Damn. the citizens. Yeah. That's a good story. That was the number one? That was number three. 
That was that was a pretty mighty mighty fine story there. Thanks. I Thank I, you. I I was in I was in entertained trance. by that. I was yeah I was I was, yeah. I was entertained. That's yes. Good. My number three. All right. It's about glorifying a B and E. A B and E. A B and E. A breaking and entry. A breaking. Oh, we yeah. are doing Goldilocks like and the Three Bears. I like it. So for those who don't know, yep, it's a little blonde-headed entitled girl. Yep, she's walking down the street. Mm-hmm. Oh, she sees a house. Yep, Ooh. walks in the house. Yep, doesn't know whose house it is. She just walks in because yep. why? She's a little white girl. She does what she wants. Yep, she walks in the house. Mm-hmm. She eats the porridge. First yep. off, I don't know what porridge is. Do you know what porridge is? It's cream of wheat. It's cream of wheat. Yep. All right, start eating cream of wheat. Yep, she does. Mm. This ain't good, cream of wheat. Mm, yep. this, this is not that good. Yeah. Sits in the chair. Mm, this chair's a little too hard for me. Yeah. Sleeps in the bed. Yep. This little white girl has the audacity to sleep in the bed. In the bed. She, she didn't like the bed. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't good enough for her, but she's decided to sleep in it. Mm-hmm. Baby cub comes back in. She dips out. Another day. Mm-hmm. Little Goldilocks is back on the shit. Mm-hmm. She's about to speed and eat life. Yep. She goes into another house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eats the porridge. Yep. Mm, it's too cold this time. Yep. Before it's too hot, now it's too cold. She mm-hmm. didn't like it. Sits in the chair. Ooh, it's too soft. I don't like this. It's too soft. Sleeps in the bed. Mm-hmm. Again. Again, she does this. And then she leaves. Yep. And then... At she- this point in time, it's a habit. <laughs> <laughs> At this point in time, there's, it's definitely a mental issue, but you can go on. <laughs> and then she does it again. She sees another house. The time is Papa Bear's house. Jay knows who Papa Bear is, right? Is that a pet name? Yes. I'm, a, I'm Papa Bear. But anyways, <laughs> she goes to the Papa Bear's house. Eats the porridge. Ooh, just that good porridge. Papa Bear make it that good porridge. Ooh, yeah, this nice. This just are, you, right. are you saying that you make good porridge? That's yeah. Saying, all right. Yep. Matt, you can't cook. I guess you can't cook. I it's can okay. Cook. Hey, hey, let me finish my story. All right, finish okay. your story. She sits in Papa Bear's chair. Ooh, this a good chair. I like all Papa right. Bear's chair. This is a good chair. She sleeps in the bed. Ooh, this is a soft bed. Papa Bear's bed nice. And then Papa Bear comes in and she still runs out. That's the story. That is, that the is story. The, all the story is. So yes. it's about a little white girl who breaks into entry, three different houses, Mama Bear, Papa Bear. I don't know why the different bears live in different houses, but, you know, they're on that autonomous shit. And um, some of them's too hot, some of them's too cold, and she finds it just right, and then everything's all good. Yeah. You know, I think, I think the story is about imperialism. Wow. It's about coming in and taking people's shit and just finding what's right for you and then just claiming that shit is yours, yeah. even though it's not your shit. Yeah. Maybe it's about like, uh, what's that word? It's called divine. Intervention? No, no, not divine intervention. It's was, it was a word white people use to explain. To explain taking out the Native American's land? Yeah, and other people. It was, it was a word for it. There was a word for it. It was like, was it? I don't want to say manifest destiny. Yes, no, that's it, what it is. is it manifest, it's destiny? manifest destiny. Yeah. Yes. So I think this story is about manifest yeah. destiny, I believe. Yeah, it is. It's fucked up. It's kind of a fucked up story. Yeah, it is. And it glorifies breaking an entry. Yeah, it and is. I, I wonder if she wasn't a little white girl, would she got away with it? No, she wouldn't have. <laughs> she would have been arrested. <laughs> yeah, there's still arresting <laughs> niggas out there for, for eating the Papa Bear's porridge, man. Yes, yes, it's they a shame. It's a shame. That's a good story. That's I, a. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a bad story, man. It's yeah, but it's it's very true. So I like it. Uh-huh. She has the audacity to sleep in the goddamn bed. Yeah, white people are very audacious, though. So I'm not. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. Are you ready for number two? Are we at number two? Yes, we oh, are. Oh man, yeah. All right. Number two. Number two is. A story. Oh. This story is The Frog and the Scorpion. Unfamiliar. You familiar? Unfamiliar. Unfamiliar. Yes. This story is the basis of a lot of things. And this story 
depending on your perspective on it, it can get people in trouble. Here's how the story goes. Basically, there's a frog at, at the end of a lake, right, or a body of water, a wide river in some versions, along a big lake in some other versions. He has to get to the other side because he wants to go there where the shade is nice. And the scorpion's like, you know, you know, I'll take you over there. And the frog's like, you know, bro, I really been hearing that you kind of like shysty. Like you really mm. like to like sting niggas <laughs> in the back. So I'm really not trying to like fuck Shock with you like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like you kind of funny. And scorpion's like, bro, come on, bro. Like, have I ever done that to you? <laughs> and that kind of question, you gotta think about it. He hasn't, because if you get stung by a scorpion, you'd be dead. So technically, that's a good question to ask. Right. He's right. Mm. So as far as like, mm, you're right about that, but you know, I've been here, but it's like, bro, I have, bro, I done changed. I'm not like that anymore. Let me take you over there. I'm not gonna problem taking you over there. So the frog's like, okay, let me ask you some questions. When was the last time you stung somebody? He's like, that was like two years ago, bro. I'm not doing my on <laughs> I'm anymore. I'm a different man, man. I'm a different Let's scorpion chill, now, bro. Okay, do you have any problems with me? No, bro. I don't have no problem with you, frog. We've been good. We've been we're rocking. We're good. I'm gonna problem with you. So frog's like, all right, cool. I'm be watching you though. So he hops on the scorpion's back, you know, and he's like kind of cautious. But he finally gets on the scorpion's back. He's like, okay, cool. We on here. It's not as bad. It's kind of scaly, but all right. Scorpion's like, you good? Frog's like, I'm good. He's like, I said, I told you I wasn't gonna sting you. So he's, you know, they're swimming. Scorpions going. They're going, going, going. You know, and it's like, man, you know, this is really nice. Far as like, you know, I knew you had changed, man. See, I see, I knew people was just lying on you, bro. You cool dude, man. You know I fucks that? with you. I Scorpion. fucks with you. Yeah. Like, like, people just be talking shit. They had you all on the book, looking crazy. Like, I knew you was, you was chill. Getting halfway through, what you gonna call it? And all of a sudden, Frog feels a pain in the back, his back, mm. and he sees that Scorpion Stinger was was is lodged in his uh, his lower abdomen, and he's like, what the fuck? I thought we were cool, bro. I thought we were cool. Oh, actually, wow. I told the story wrong. Actually, what? Scorpion's trying to have Frog take him across the lake. Mm, that's why he needs to get on the Frog's back. Yes, my bad. Uh, Didn't make any kind of sense. Sorry, we're going to that back. So the whole time, Scorpion's trying to convince Frog to take him across the lake. Frog's like, my nigga, you're going to sting my back. So just, just flip-flop everything I said. As far as the dialogue is the same, but Scorpion's trying to convince Frog to take him across the lake. Yeah. Scorpion's dumbass, you know, you know, couldn't help himself and stung Frog in, the, in his back while he's taking him across the lake. Mm. And Frog's like, my nigga, for what? Right. And that's the last thing he said, like, for what? I believed you. <laughs> and Scorpion's like, bro, you already knew how I get down. <laughs> you already know how I get down. <laughs> and they both sink into the lake. And the moral of that story is... Um, Believe people, like, like people are gonna be who they're gonna be. <laughs> despite what you, despite what they tell you, they're gonna be who they're gonna be because it's in their nature. And that was a really dark tale by Aesop. It was a really, really <laughs> shitty tale, but it's kind of true. Dude, I fuck with that. So, but yeah. And at the end of the day, I think there's another moral too. It's like if you keep on fucking everybody over one night, it might fuck you over because right. at the end of the day, you, you stomp somebody in the middle of the lake and you both drown. Right. Because it's in your nature. Shout out to Aesop. Yeah, shout out to Aesop. Yeah, shout, shout out to my bro, man. That's that's great, man. Yeah. So that's my second one. Man, I don't think I could compete with yours. Yours are just much better. Mine's are just a basic ass, white ass fairy tales or folk tales. Actually, that Breaking and Entering was pretty good though. Breaking and Entering? Yeah, mean, that 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 Old Locks one was pretty good. Yeah, man. I mean everyone knows that one. All right. My next one is another one that everyone knows in kindergarten. All right. 
The Three Little Pigs and the Big Bad Wolf. Ooh, okay. That's my number two. All right. So for those who don't know, Jan's over here annoyed. No? Okay. I'm just making fun of her. All right. Anyways, once upon a time, there's these three little pigs. They're brothers. Yep. Each with different skills on how to make a house. One made a house out of straw, the other out of sticks, and the other out of brick. And wow. this asshole wolf came through. No reason at all. Mm-hmm. Was he hungry? I think he was hungry. He He's got to be hungry to eat three pigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it goes, little pig, little pig, let me in. And uh, not by the hairs, I'm going to chin, chin, chin. You know, he's very says. polite, though. Yeah, he asked. Yeah. He has manners. He didn't just break an entry and just yeah. enter their shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. at least he didn't, even not, he didn't even go in. He just, please, come out. Let me in, you know? Yeah. You know? Just like, you know, let's solve this. Yeah, we have an issue. I want to eat you, and you're not letting me eat yeah. you. Yeah, so let's, yeah. Let's just cut out the middleman, and let's just get to the... To the I agree, yes. Um, and it's not, they're not going to let him in. So he decided to huff and puff and blow their house down. Yes. The one with the straw because it was a shitty foundation and you should yeah. never build your house out of straw. I don't think he's the smartest brother. No, he's probably the bottom of the totem pole. Like, I don't know who is he trying to protect himself from. It just, it just wasn't going Yeah. Work. Anyways, he gets eaten and devoured by the, yeah. by the wolf. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. All right. Wolf's still hungry. He's got an appetite. Yes, he does. This is a hungry ass wolf. He's been yep. hungry for a long time. He goes down to the next house. Mm-hmm. He says, little pig, little pig, let me in. Mm-hmm. And then picks it not by the hair of my chinny chin chin. Yep. So he huffed and puffed and blew his house down because it was made out of sticks. Sticks. Actually, stick is kind of sturdy. If you, if you do it right, I mean, a lot of a lot of places are built out of wood, right? You can have a house built out of wood. Yes. But I think those are like uh, uh, um, logs instead mm. of sticks. I think he's missing with the width. He was he was close to the concept, but just was he needed more, you know, girth. To yeah, it. yeah. Yes. Like and like at least probably to nail it down to the ground yes. or just not yeah. have it be a wobbly foundation. Yeah. Because. Big Bad Wolf huffed and puffed and blew that shit down. Yeah, he did. And then he <coughs> ate the pig. Yeah, he should. And he was still hungry because no. what else do you do when you're fucking wolf? I don't know. You eat? I guess you eat a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing else to do. You're just bored all the time. Yeah. So he went to the third pig's house, mm-hmm. said, let him in. Then let him in, try to huff a puff and blow his house down. But he couldn't because it was brick. Yep. That's a smart pig. Yes, it is. Stable. He had a foundation. Yep. He had anticipation of the wolves coming through. He's like, nah, bro, make a shot of brick. And then the brick was like, man, he tried to trick the pig coming outside. Pig didn't come outside, so he went down into the chimney, right into a boiling pot of the pig, and the yeah. pig ate the wolf. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's cannibalism. It's not cannibal. Well, because you're it's not, eating the wolf that ate your brothers. So you're in a sense eating your eating your your brothers, and they're not digested yet. And it's a sense, yeah, it could be cannibalism, maybe to a certain degree. Yeah, well, that's 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 my number. It's two. a dark tale. It is. It's kind of. Dark. I don't know what the moral of that is. Um, have be stable. Have foundation. Think about when you where you're gonna put your house. You know, I don't know. Can you think of any reason why? Uh, uh, I, I would say. Um, hmm. I don't have anything for that. You know, but yeah. I, I, I know it's a moral of thinking. But yes. I, I can't put my hand on it. Well, that's my number two. Yeah. My number two is something that we can't figure out. It's just about a wolf with the appetite. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Do you? I, I really do. I really like that one. I really do. Okay. I feel like I'm losing this battle today. Yeah, it's okay. But <laughs> this one, you know, you know, I, I had some good ones. Yeah. So this last one, you ready for it? You've heard it before. Have I? Yes, you have. So it's about this boy who cried wolf. Ah. Yes. Ah, so this I, is the best one because I'll tell you why. It's all about having people trust you. And obviously not being scans all the time. You can't be scans all the time because nobody's going to believe you. Mm. So obviously this boy, he's like, you know, he's chilling. He's bored. You know, he's texting on his phone. He's like, you know, this is really stupid. You know, I don't really want to 
you know, I don't really want to deal with any of this stuff. Uh, I just, I really can't understand why I can't go home and I watch these stupid, these stupid sheep. And basically, the only way he can go home is if somebody, you know, if somebody spots a wolf. He's like, all right, you know what? Shit is boring, man. I'm, I'm on Twitter. This stuff is dry. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I'm going to tell everybody it's a wolf. So he calls everybody. He's like, oh, wolf, 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 wolf. And they all come. They're all running there whatnot. They come with the little pitchforks, the little trident joints, and, 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 the, and the torches and whatnot. And like, okay, where's the wolf at? You know, and he's like, nah, I was just joking, man. What's up, though? Yeah, so, so, I'm just boy. Boy. How y'all doing, let's, let's, man? Let's go, y'all niggas, man. And he's like, wow, bro. I left everything and came here. <clears throat> left my job. I, I just left everything to come here and get the wolf. What's going on? And they're like, well, I, I was bored. So they all suck their teeth and they leave whatnot. He's like, you know, the next day comes, you know. He's like, man, this is really boring again. He's like, I'm not supposed to do this. Like, oh, like, but like, I'm bored. So he tries to do something different. Tries to play with the sheep. It's still boring. He's like, I'll do it one more time, man. <laughs> you know. Says, whoa, 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 whoa. Everybody comes. And everybody's coming there. And, like, you know, they got the pitchforks whatnot. And they got the, 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 the everything. They got the bazookas. I don't know. They got crazy shit. <laughs> the bazookas. And. You know, and they're like, okay, where is he at? And he's like, nah, I was just playing, man. Yeah, I know. Like, me, but man. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. You already know how I get down, man. Come on, man. And 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 they're just like, like you're stupid. Like, why are you bringing us out here to do this? There's no wolf. You had one job. Like, just shut up and do your job. Everybody's pissed and leaving. And like, low key people are like, man, I swear to God, like, next time you say that again, he probably gonna have to get eaten up. <laughs> like, who hired this man? Whose man's is yeah. this? Who's, whose man's <laughs> is this? And then like, the third day, you know, he's sitting there whatnot, and all of a sudden, <clears throat> there's a wolf in the car. He's like. Is that a wolf? Yo, that's a wolf. He starts yelling his loudest, his loudest, his loudest. And everybody in the town just turns up their little um, their little um, Spotify and just like <laughs> Apple Music or whatnot. And it's like, I'm not going to go out there today. I'm definitely not. It's tight on, buddy. And the wolf eats him and all the sheep. Mm. It's probably the same wolf that probably ate the little pigs too. Hungry so ass wolf. Yeah, he was a hungry ass wolf. So that's what happened. Mm. And the moral of that story is just, just don't be scans. Don't have people not believe in you because, you know, like, like, you don't know what somebody's giving up to come and help you out with not. And you don't want to be in a situation where you really need their help. And like, all right, nah, fuck you. Right. Don't lie. Yeah, don't lie. Be a man of your word. Be a man of your word. Yeah, how, be a man of your word. How come all this shit, all these stories are dark? All of them are dark and have I think, tragic I th- endings. And- I, th- I think they have tragic endings. Like, so so there's, like a, there's like a negative stimulus where it's like, okay, if I lie, you know, <laughs> a, a wolf's going to eat me as a little kid or whatnot. Like, something like that. We just want to... Th- yeah, uh, make our children fearful. We just want to make yeah. we just put fear in the hearts of our children by telling them all these stories. That's crazy. All of them tend end up with like people getting eaten or murked or actually the Goldilocks one doesn't really bad happen. I guess whatever. Yeah. All right, my last one is Santa Claus. Okay. The story of Santa Claus of this fat, white, bearded man comes through. <laughs> Riding around on a sleigh, pulled by twelve slave deer, and gives off presents. That's that's a folktale. We pass that down. Why do we pass it down? Is there a moral to it? No. Is there a reason? No. Consumerism, maybe. But there's no other. Man, it is really good consumerism if you really think about it, though. I mean, it's like we do it all for like. And, and the thing is, now it's like I think I was talking to my mentor. He's like, you know, he doesn't celebrate. He doesn't celebrate Christmas, mm. but he still. You know, goes to that Black Friday sale. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying he still does things because it's like it's like your kids are all around it, whatnot. Like until like we have a complete culture wash of it, you don't. I mean, like we're talking about like probably generationally on a generational sense, whatnot. It's kind of hard to be like, look, we just gonna be like, look, Santa Claus ain't bringing these presents. We celebrate <laughs> Christmas, but damn it, it wasn't Santa Claus. Shit. 
Yeah, yeah, Santa Claus is one of the things that's going to get passed down. I don't know why. Yeah. People who don't even celebrate Christmas celebrate Santa Claus in a weird fucking way. We have these TV shows. We yeah. have songs dedicated to him. But I, actually, I'm going to be honest. Santa Claus is not a folktale. I try to use it as a trump card to beat Yanni in today's battle, but I've already lost. Krampus? So I conceded. No, because I think Coca-Cola invented Santa Claus. Coca-Cola? <laughs> yeah, I think Coca-Cola invented Santa Claus in the, in the early 90s or 1900s. And we just ran with it, and now he's in all of our lives. Yeah. I do remember that polar bear commercial that they used to run mm-hmm. with with the with the with the little tubes. Yeah, they run that every year. Yeah, they still run it. They still every, every Super Bowl, every Super Bowl. They do. You're yeah. right. They do. Yeah. They yeah. do. They do. Hmm. So I lost this one, but I yeah, tried to, yeah. I tried to have the Santa Claus and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna come out of nowhere, hit him with the Santa Claus, <laughs> hey, you know what to do." But it was anticlimactic, and I already lost. So Yanni, congratulations, man. Yes, yeah. you know I'm really happy about this win. Um, I, I know that actually I'm gonna lose a later episode. That you guys are not gonna hear about in the in in future years or future times but i'm happy about this win right now how does it feel to be a winner uh it feels good because uh this one i wasn't really expecting i wasn't really relying on this one i'm really i was Uh really really focused on some other episodes that are going to be in the future Mm. that um are coming in today Mm. but this one was good to just pick up this win and i didn't really expect it so it's good nice nice it's like finally 20 dollars in your pocket yeah. Oh, yeah. It's nice. A good yeah. feeling. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah. That's there. Oh. Yeah. I was actually, you know, oh. I, yeah. I didn't have any real feelings. I didn't feel scared like I did in some battles like I have against Matt, or feel really confident. This was just kind of yeah. Yeah. I, I lost. I'll, I'll take this out. Um, Jan, do you have anything to say? Yeah, yeah. So these are really good folk tales, and I, I think the real advantage I have with this is because I use this as like a brainwashing thing with hmm. like with my kids to like warn them against different things. I, I, just, I make up shit like just like like shit that's like current. Like you ah. know, people don't put their shoes at the door or whatnot. Get eaten by goblins. You know, the goblins take their shoes, and then the kid. Then once they take their shoes, then the kid has to go with the shoes too, and they just go to a different dimension. <laughs> so I just scare the shit out of them. So I mean, uh, as a as a parent, I think I have an advantage with this because I, everything I do now is just to scare the shit out of the kids. So I don't have to like. So so I don't have to. So the fear itself polices them. Mm. Jam, we got some work to do. I can't be taking girls. <laughs> so we got to get on top of some things. Um. Well, with that said, thanks for listening to us. Um. We're on uh, Spotify. We're on um, Apple Podcasts. We're on SoundCloud. Um, and you know where to find us. You're here. Yeah, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're everywhere. <laughs> we have a Twitter page. Yes, <laughs> and it. it's very sad. But you know what? If you follow us and we follow you or not, it makes it that much more intimate. <laughs> yes. We don't post shit out there. Good luck finding us. <laughs> <laughs> we really don't. We have post three followers, thing. and one of them is Jan and I. <laughs> And the other one's me. <laughs> <laughs> so there's all three followers. But you know what? It's good. And, and you know, I, I like it that way. I love it that way. Uh, so, yeah. Thanks for listening, man. We got some loyal followers, actually. We have people who listen to us every week. It's really? kind of nice. Yeah, there's, there's a couple people. Yeah. Okay. Well, you get to see who gets to listen to us? No. Okay. They just hit me up. Okay, I like that. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, can, actually, if you listen, can you hit us up so we know who's listening? Like, like if, if everybody who listens, just hit us up. It makes us feel good about ourselves. Yes. You know, like, it makes us feel like we're important. It does. In this sad life where wolves eat people and yeah. shit. So this has been this episode. This is Greatest Folktale. Um, we're Top 5 Guys. I'm Yanni. Are we introducing ourselves again? Or no, just, we- just, just so they know, like, as an outro. Oh, right? okay. Yeah, sure. I'm Matt. All right. Do you want to go over our list or should we just... No, no, we don't go over our list. I, I think it was long enough as it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're good. I think that's it. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>